Hey there, it's Joe Kendrick here on Southern Songs and Stories with a little something extra for you. An old friend of mine hit me up to contribute to a storytelling compilation he was making. And after lots of procrastinating, I came up with my own story, or rather, my own account of how I love to tell stories. Brian John Mitchell started his label Silver Records officially back in 1996 and has been actively making zines and comics for decades as well. Playing now is one of Brian's projects, his band Remora, from their 2011 album Scars Bring Hope. As Brian says on the Silver website, Good music deserves to be heard and we're doing our part to make sure it gets from the bedroom to your ears. Our music is likely mellower, but no less angst-ridden than the music we all grew up on. Punk rock, post-rock, metal, sludgecore, freak folk, Americana, bedroom pop, drone, shoegaze, aggressive ambient, post-apocalyptic pop, noise, it's all music. I hope you can take a few minutes and go to the Silver Media Bandcamp page and listen to some of the stories that Brian compiled for his series. Coming up, it's my contribution, telling the tale of music. Southern Songs and Stories is produced in partnership with Grassroots Radio, WNCW, and Osiris Media at osirispod.com and is available wherever you get your podcasts and at wncw.org. One easy and helpful way to spread awareness of the artists featured here, their music, and the series is to subscribe to this podcast and give it a good rating and a comment on the platforms where you listen to your podcasts. This is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South, and the artists who make it. Here's a story, but not really a story itself, at least not in the usual way. It's my story about telling stories, other people's stories. And along the way, from the sidelines and in the margins, I get to tell some of my own. Let's take a walk, and I'll share a little bit about how I do this. What picture do you have in your mind? How does this make you feel? I bet you have the beginning of a story, an imagined landscape, maybe even a potential plot line coming into focus now. All of that is possible with both the written word and some audio, a little bit of theater. It's what I do and is part of my method of telling stories. I hear something in the distance.
And here we are, the kind of place I like to put myself when I start the work of storytelling. Behind the scenes at a festival or backstage at a concert. These are often the places where I make observations and have experiences that become part of the larger narrative when I tell a story about a music artist or event. That's mainly what I do. Make music documentary podcasts in the series titled Southern Songs and Stories. The shows I make are usually focused on one artist or band. However, I also branch out into episodes with themes like music artists, side hustles, road stories, and profiles of music festivals and venues, and things like the larger context of Southern music culture and history, but mainly deep dives into the stories and music of roots music artists from the South. These stories are usually built like this. Get an interview with an artist or band as well as the audio from their performance, preferably at the show or festival where I talk with them. Then start writing the episode. After getting a handle on what parts of the interview to include and what the storyline of the episode will be, I will call on one or more people who can speak to the artist's work and interview them. For a half hour to a 45 minute episode, the script, including transcripts of interviews, will usually be eight to 10 pages. Writing will take the most time. All told, it will take around a full work week to produce that one story. It is my goal not only to tell the stories of artists and music and places and culture and history. In the end, I want to make something that will appeal to people that have even no connection to any of the artists I profile. I want to draw them into a story which they might not know they are connected to. And that's the bar I'm setting for myself here. Take, for example, the band The War and Treaty. Heard of them? No? No problem. I'll work on a way to draw you into their story nonetheless. See, when I saw them at the Albino Skunk Music Festival, which is a great story in itself, it was the first show I had seen of theirs. Although I had heard them on record and liked their songs, I was thoroughly unprepared for their performance. It was so powerful, so emotional, that I cried and couldn't stop myself doing so for about half their set. I was not alone. I saw and heard about others in the audience who were affected in the same way. Afterward, I wondered what was the real cause of this reaction because it felt like the war and treaty was flipping a switch inside me that I didn't know that was there. A faint memory of the phrase, there are known unknowns and there are unknown unknowns, came to mind. And after searching, I found who said that, and then found the source they were pulling from, something called the Johari Window. And that gave me my intro for the episode and the opening for my own story within the larger story. It went like this. Do you ever think of the things about yourself that you compensate for, the things that you might not like or that cause you pain? And do you think about what it takes to go about your day-to-day, managing to project your outward self instead of these things? Okay, probably not. These things, these memories and habits and desires, all of that baggage, they can at times be pushed down so far as to be forgotten, or at least consciously so. There's a tool psychologists use called the Johari Window, a therapy which unearths what baggage the participant is lugging around, and which points to the things that have either been totally obscured and forgotten, or were simply never before realized. Part of what the Johari Window aims to do is to reveal these areas of the unknown, and therefore bring them to light and bring about greater self-knowledge and better relationships. 
There's a famous quote by a former U.S. Secretary of Defense about known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. That line points directly back to psychologists John Luft and Harrington Ingham's Johari Window Therapy. A known unknown is like realizing your commute might be delayed by a traffic accident, and the unknown unknowns can at times be those things that are inside of us that we try to avoid, and at times successfully forget, or more like we think we forget. Maybe we ignored or forgot all kinds of things about ourselves, and we go to a festival one weekend where a band plays and their set shines a light on places inside us that we never expected. A band whose set not only brings the house down. But also unlocks something inside a lot of the people seeing it, a band who is so filled with love and joy that it spills out all over everyone within earshot, rushing over them with a wave of emotion that is impossible to forget. Like their album title says, it's a healing tide. Welcome to Southern Songs and Stories, and our episode on the War and Treaty. I love telling these stories. I find all sorts of connections to people and ideas and history and philosophy and culture and the world that I never would have otherwise. Like any artist, I get inspiration to tell the story and to include my own from a muse that is impossible to define, conjure, or contain. It usually shows up sometime in that full work week necessary to make one of these stories. It can show up in unlikely places. That spirit may come backstage or in a talk with someone about some other subject in an entirely different setting. It can even greet me when walking in the woods. That's a favorite meeting place of mine. Now might be a good time. Want to walk with me and maybe talk about music? <laughs> <laughs> 